make you defecate. <laughs> Welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Brubeck B, and this is Chapter 183. I think last time out I mistakenly said that was Chapter 181, but that was actually 182, which makes this 183. Uh, now that we got all the numbers in order, uh, we're, we got a lot talked about in this chapter. It's only been a week, but a lot of stuff has happened in this past week, so it's a lot to talk about. Um, but before we get to all that... Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, if you stumbled across this somehow and you are not subscribed yet, uh, you can do so by a number of different ways. Old school, go back old school to Apple Podcasts. I mean, it used to be iTunes, but it's Apple Podcasts. But it's like a part of iTunes, maybe? I don't know how it works anymore. But regardless, Apple Podcasts, you can get it on there. Um, you can also get Stitcher, which is the SiriusXM podcasting app um, on there. Go to Amazon. Yeah, if you want to buy some stuff on Amazon and check out the podcast at the same time, you can do that. Um, and then um, Spotify. You know, if you're listening to some music, you want to take a little break and listen to some podcasts, you can also check me out. Check out the podcast over there. And as well as checking out the blog, razorvader.blogspot.com. The, the, they can also listen to it over there if you feel like it. Um, so yeah, check it all out over there. Uh, subscribe, leave five stars, let it write a review, whatever you do, follow, share, all that good stuff. Um, then you can also check out the YouTube channel at One Man Renegade Productions YouTube channel over on YouTube. Uh, subscribe over there, like all the videos, watch all the videos, share all the videos, comment on all the videos, whatever you want to do. And then uh, also follow me on Instagram at One Man Renegade and Twitter at One Man Renegade. There's also a Facebook page. One Man Renegade Productions Facebook page that you can check out as well. Um, and I do have eBay. Uh, I don't have anything up for sale right now. So, but uh, it's one. It's Razor Vader is my seller name. So go over there and save me as a seller. And then when I do start selling some stuff, you can uh, you know check it out and maybe buy some stuff, make some offers, and all that cool stuff. All right, all that stuff out of the way. Let's get to it. Lots to talk about. Uh, let's start off as we normally do with small screen sweeps. Uh, and there were some sweepings of the small screens uh, uh, the last week or so. Uh, a couple big shows dropped. Well, one of them felt like partially dropped, I guess, is the par- the, the per- proper term. Um, in the case of Stranger Things, the whole volume one of season four dropped, which was seven episodes. And we talked about this last time a little bit. So they're doing seven episodes in volume one and then seven Volume 2 is going to be only two episodes, uh, but the two episodes are supposed to be really long. Well, let me tell you something. The seven episodes were really long, so I don't know how long those two episodes are going to be, but the the seven that they dropped were all pretty long. Um, uh, most, I think most of them were like a, at least an hour and 15 minutes, and that's like no commercials and stuff. I mean, maybe if you take out the credits, it's a little bit less. I don't know. I didn't quite figure that part out. Uh, but then the last episode, I think it was like at least an hour and 35 minutes, something like that, uh, taking out credits or whatever. So I know the last two episodes are supposed to be longer. So they're going to, they, they're probably like two hours or so long, those final two episodes, I'm guessing. But, um, yeah, these are all pretty long episodes. Um, 
as far as this season goes, uh, it's it's pretty good. It, it's similar to last season. It's kind of spread out a bit. I, don't, I would I would say not as much as last season felt like, but at the same time, there are just different stories going on all at the same time. Now, I don't want to spoil anything or whatever, but they do connect here and there. Uh, and then there's one big connection kind of at the end. Um, but that doesn't actually connect everything, but I don't know. But there's still two episodes to go. Um, and then I think there's one more season after this. I don't know. I forget exactly. Um, I don't think this is the last season, though. I think they're signed on for one more season um, of Stranger Things. I think it will end after Caesar... Caesar? It will end after Caesar Salad is devoured. No, um, it will end after season five i believe um so yeah but uh yeah the so all the first seven episodes or volume one as they called it uh, is up now and uh, volume two will drop on july 4th no sorry july 1st which um it's only two episodes but they might be like two and a half hours long each i don't really know um it'll be interesting to see how long those episodes actually are but, um, yeah, so, I mean, again, I, I don't want to do too many spoilers here. Um, but, um, all right, so here's a little more information that I just looked up, and I don't know how accurate this is, but we'll go with what I've, I'm seeing. So it's saying that episode um, 8 will be an hour and 25 minutes. So not even as long as episode six was, or sorry, seven was, um, and then episode nine will be two and a half hours long. So there you go. Uh, combining the runtimes of both episodes, volume two will be almost four hours long, or three hours and fifty-five minutes to be exact. While that's less than half the length of the first part of season four, um, it's still long enough to deliver many new twists and turns. So yeah, I guess they're not going to be quite as long as, well, I wouldn't, that'd be weird if the, yeah, if they, if they did two episodes that were as long as the first seven episodes, that would have been pretty ridiculous, but, um, they are going to be substantially, well, they're going to be fairly long, um, eight, not as much as nine, uh, but considering that seven was pretty long, I don't know, but anyways, um, and then, um, oh yeah, what was I looking up, yeah, so, I don't know if they've officially announced that. That's what that was. Always look up. Have they officially announced that? I think there was speculation that it was going to end after the fifth season, but I don't know if they ever officially said that. Um, so I'm trying to find more information here. <clears throat> yeah, fifth and final season was renewed for the fifth and final season back in February. So yeah, so if they did announce that in February. Uh, I thought they had, but I wasn't 100% sure. I knew there was speculation prior to that. That they were going to only do one more season after four. Um, but I don't know specifically when that will come out or how many episodes or if they'll split it into two parts or three parts or five parts. Who the hell knows at this point? Uh, we'll find out at some point down the line. All right. So, I mean, again, without spoiling too much... Um, so the, the plot of this one, this season, 
uh, it's set in 1986, so I don't totally remember when the other seasons were set. I think it was just 83, 84, 85, 86, right? I think it's just every year they've done one. I mean, it doesn't work quite as well when you've been a couple years since the last ep. Uh, you know, it's been a few years since the last episode, so they've aged a bit more than they should have in the, that one year. But hey, whatever. Um, so yeah, the first yeah, because the first season begins in November '83. Second season is set October '84. Third season, uh, uh, July '85. And then the fourth season, April, I think they said March, but March, April of 1986. Yeah, this is April, but I'm pretty sure it said like March 20th or something. Uh, at the beginning of the, the first episode. I uh, could be wrong, but either way, March, April, spring of 86 is the point. Uh, they're talking about going to Police Academy 3. <laughs> um, now there is, there was a weird, weird point. And again, I don't want to spoil too much, but I think it, it was kind of known that uh, Robert Englund was going to be in this season. And he plays a bit part. Um, but the bad guy uh, in this one kind of reminded me a little bit, certainly at the beginning of beginning of the season, first couple episodes. I was like, this kind of has a Freddy Krueger type vibe. Um, which, you know, and then they reference Nightmare in the Elm Street. And then Robert England's in the show. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's kind of weird. But uh, definitely some, you know, it's member berries, a lot of member berries. It's always been member berries with this show. But at one point, um, something, uh, uh, I don't want to give too much of the plot away, but at one point someone gets in a cab and the, for some reason the cab driver, like on his rear view mirror, it has a Hulk, picture of Hulk Hogan <laughs> hanging down. I was like, that's weird. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, just uh, very, very much member berries uh, for, uh, you know, Stranger Things, obviously. Uh, no big surprise there. But, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of similar elements from three, third season, I'd say. More so than the first two seasons. Although, they kind of brought some stuff back from the first season a little bit in this one. Um so yeah, overall, uh, definitely enjoyable. Um, I mean, like I said, the episodes are long. So even though it's only seven episodes, it's like nine hours or so long. Um, so you know, if you're if you're if you have some time, you're gonna need some time to get through all the episodes. It's not like a, you know, it's. I mean, you could do it easily. Obviously, you could easily just watch them all at the same time. But the, you know, I did not. I did not just sit and watch all the episodes back to back to back. I. Uh, watch like one and then I watch two and then I think I'll watch three and four and then I watch five six and seven or something like that um so you know it took a few days to watch them all uh but the other show that dropped I guess we'll move on to the next show the other show that dropped uh the big anticipated show was on Disney plus um now <laughs> I got so confused when this because originally I thought it was supposed to come out the 25th and then it was 27th and then it was sort of the 26th but for the west coast but not for the east coast yeah, so it dropped at midnight, but on the East Coast, but then they're like, what about us on the West Coast? They really dropped it at the same time. I guess they wanted people not to spoil it or something. I don't know. But regardless, they dropped the first two episodes um, last Friday, and then the third episode came out uh, yesterday. I'm recording this on Thursday. Um, so, yeah, three episodes down. That's it. 
I mean, that's not, it's not it, but that's, we're halfway through already. Um, and, uh, yeah, so what do I think so far? It's, it's been interesting. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's one of those things where, again, it's like, can I spoil it? Like, I mean, I can tell you right now, Obi-Wan Kenobi dies in, uh, Star Wars Episodes 4, A New Hope. I don't know if that's spoiling it for anyone, but, uh, Darth Vader kills him in battle uh, as much as he can die i don't know it's always been weird the way like he just kind of disappears but he died i mean he also like you know obviously gives the famous line of if you strike me down i'll become more powerful than you can uh imagine or whatever the line is i think i botched butch butch butchered that if you strike me down what is it if you strike me down i will I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Which, I've always kind of questioned that. Because um, what exactly, how exactly did he become more powerful by being struck down? Was was it because, because he got struck down then Luke had more of a reason to get vengeance on vader is that was that the reasoning because i don't feel like because he was a force ghost he did anything he couldn't have done as not a force ghost you know i i don't know that i don't i've always kind of questioned that but regardless maybe the point was that luke would be more up to go after vader than if he didn't Strike him down? I don't, I don't know. But regardless, um, we're talking about Star Wars here. Um, you know, it was kind of, and And again, I talked about this last time, and I'm still a bit confused about the whole thing. About Hayden Christensen playing Darth Vader. And outside of, like, one shot, and I don't want to spoil too much, but outside of one shot where, like, you know, it's kind of, um, was it beginning of Return of the Jedi... Or is that... Oh, I forget. Was it Vader Return of the Jedi? Or was it Empire Strike Back? Where like they show him putting on his helmet. Now I'm blanking. Whatever, whatever. Whichever one it is. And they kind of do the same thing in Rogue, Rogue One as well. Uh, they kind of do a scene like that. And I guess it's like, well, I guess that's Hayden Christensen. Sure. But then it's like, then he's in the Darth Vader suit. So it's like, well, is it him? Like, what's... Maybe it's him. But it's like, you know, with uh, Mandalorian, it's like, is Pedro Pascal in the suit the whole time? No. But is he ever? Maybe. I don't know. But obviously it's his voice talking. But with Darth Vader, you know, he has a very distinct voice. And you can't really fake it. Uh, I mean, especially if you're Hayden Christensen. So, yeah, it's 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 um, James Earl Jones doing the voice. So that brings up the question of what exactly... Who, how exactly is Hayden Christensen in this show outside of maybe that one scene? I guess maybe he's in the Darth Vader suit. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. It was always a weird casting to me. It's like, I get it. You want to bring it back full circle with him playing Darth Vader. Because you got, you got, um, Ewan McGregor playing Han so or Obi-Wan, whatever whoever these characters are, uh, Obi-Wan. So, like, 
you know, finish off the story with them, I guess, even though the finish, the story was already finished without them prior to them being in it. That makes any sense. Um, but then I was like, well, okay. So I'm trying to remember from like Star Wars, do they ever reference them ever meeting again outside of, you know, the battle that they already had? And I'm trying to think, well, ever did they ever really mention that battle as much? I feel like they do, but I don't know. I, I, it's been a while since I've really watched it, or at least, and kind of been, what order do you watch it in? It's been a few years. But I'm trying to think, like, if they did reference that, did they ever reference another one? Because, like, how many times have they fought? And that's the thing, it's like... I don't know if these guys are fighting each other all the time, but, you know, obviously they fight in A New Hope. And it's like, well, okay. So if they went from, you know, the end of Revenge of the Sith all the way to New Hope, they just never start each other again. I could buy that, but you're doing this show, so it's kind of like, well, how are you going to do that, <laughs> you know? So needless to say, they confront each other now how much they're going to confront each other in the show is questionable because again you know the outcome from a new hope um and that's the other thing too so like in the previews and stuff they teased that uh you know obviously he was looking after luke looking over luke you know we know that from a new hope as well um but they everything that was teased Happens in like the first like you know episode ish, not even the first half of the first episode, and then it moves on to there's another one because there's another one. He has to protect the other one because <laughs> the the thing that I heard and and this has been talked about was that they the original kind of scripts and stuff for the show and the, the direction of the show they didn't like the the you know whoever didn't whoever was in charge or whoever was you know, going over it. Didn't really like it because they're like, well, we kind of already did this with Mandalorian. You know, the Mandalorian's looking after Yoda. So if you kind of do Ben looking after Luke, it's kind of the same show. So like, okay, well, we don't need to do that. So instead of they, then then they pivot to Leia. It's like, well, that doesn't change much. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. So I don't know. We'll see what the rest, the, the final three episodes um have in store but you know this is this is i think this this is it for this show um because i mean what else more can they do you know for this character you know we've we've seen we've seen him you know i mean unless we go back to him as a little kid before he became um a um you know jedi um which they referenced in the show actually but I don't know if there's a show there. Um, and then, you know, outside of what he's doing now, I don't think it changes much up up until, you know, when we see him in New Hope. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess you could prolong this and stretch it out to a couple seasons. But, like, how much of a story is there in that time period um, between that... Between, well, obviously between... Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, you know, 
We already had an, we already had another movie. Um, and it's just a way to get Darth Vader into more stuff, considering he's got a limited timeline. Uh, I don't know. But regardless, want to just do a Darth Vader show then at that point. Um, I just don't know that there's not much more meat in the bone for Obi-Wan. It's like, well, what was he doing these years? It's like, well, he was looking on Tatooine and looking over Luke. Okay, but eventually, you know, occasionally you went on adventures. It's like, all right. And he guess he ran into Darth Vader once in a while. It's like, did he? Like, I feel like that would end, wouldn't end well for anyone outside of what we eventually end up seeing. I don't know. I probably spoiled too much of this going on and talking about this, but, um, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to warn you real quick. If something goes weird for a minute, uh, I think my battery's about to run out on my recorder. So I might, I might get cut off at some point. So, but I'll just splice it back in. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, yeah, Stranger Things and Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of dominating the television screens this last week since we, uh, you know, since our last, the last episode, last chapter of the podcast. Uh, but the other thing that did come out yesterday, um, which I completely forgot was happening, and then I noticed it, I was like, oh wait, that came out today? And I was like, I think I was going to bed at the time. I was like, all right, I'll check it out tomorrow. And I watched it today. That's uh, this new South Park uh, special on Paramount Plus, which I'm still confused by the whole South Park Paramount Plus Comedy Central HBO Max of it all, uh, which they do reference in the show. I mean, they kind of are making fun of it <laughs> throughout most of it. Um, so I was like, all right, here's South Park. They have a deal with, obviously, uh, well, Paramount, Viacom, whatever, whatever you want to call them, um, and have seasons on Comedy Central, which then gets streamed on HBO Max because HBO Max signed a deal with them to stream the the, um, South Park episodes prior to Paramount really caring about Paramount Plus or... Because I think at that point it was still CBS All Access. And they're like, whatever. Uh, we're not paying for this. Have someone else pay you for it. So HBO Max gets it. But then, then when they re-up their deal for the show, they made put in the, the specials on Paramount+. Plus. But then the specials on Paramount+, Plus kind of coincide with the seasons on Comedy Central, which... Are, have well I mean the COVID and stuff kind of screwed everything up for sure but um, it's like okay we only got six episodes of on Comedy Central so is that the whole season but then now we're getting the specials on Paramount Plus those count as part of the season but then it's like well those are going to stream on Paramount Plus but the episodes are going to stream on HBO Max it's confusing they make reference of it being confusing um, and uh Man Bear Pig comes back. I don't know. That's all I really want to say about it. If you're a big fan of Man Bear Pig, he's back. Also, the pee-pee guy. Random. Random. From uh, from the, the water park. I was like, what? Why? Why are they bringing this character back? So random. Uh, but yeah, not bad. It was all right. I mean, obviously continuing the story from the this season that they, they had uh, most recently. Um... And I think they're having a they have another one coming out 
in the fall, maybe. I don't really know what the time scheduling is for these specials. Or if they're going to have more episodes on Comedy Central. I really don't know how it's all supposed to work. But, um, yeah, the new special is out called Streaming Wars. Check it out on Paramount Plus if you have, if you're subscribed to Paramount Plus. Um, I think you can sign it for free if you're not for like 30 days or something. I'm not quite sure. Um, but yeah, so there we go. Uh, anything else going on for small screen sweeps? I don't, can't think of much. Um, Superman and Lois came back on CW to finish out, um, their season. Flash still has a few more episodes left, I believe. Um, uh, Animal Kingdom will be back. I think it's on the 19th. Uh, on TNT to, for its last season. Uh, you know, a show I only started watching last year. So, you know. you know. Uh, Mayans has been airing, which I haven't watched any of yet. I'm kind of just going to save them all and watch them all at once, probably. Or binge them. Um, don't have a show really I'm watching right now, you know, because I just finished Stranger Things. I'll wait for the second part, half of that season to come back. Uh, I guess Fear of Walking Dead. Uh, as one more episode for its season. And then they're going to have something. There's another Walking Dead show coming up sometime this summer. Uh, it's like Walking Dead Stories or uh, or something. It's like it's an anthology show. Um, but I don't know what it was called. Tales of the Walking Dead. That's what it is. Now, I don't know when that starts. Uh, I don't know if they've announced when it starts. It just says mid-2022. So, we're, you know, anytime now, because it's mid-2022. If you haven't checked your calendar, it's June. So, I don't know when that's supposed to start. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be or anything like that. Uh, doesn't really say much. That I can find, but some point coming soon. Uh, also coming soon, I, I want to say it's next week. Is Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, the new Marvel streaming s- series? Yeah, next Wednesday, June eighth. Uh, that will start up. I think it's. I want to say it's six episodes, but it might be nine. No, I think it's six. Because I know one of them's nine. It might be might be She-Hulk's nine. I know one of the new the Marvel shows coming out soon is going to be nine instead of six. Uh, but it's not this one. This one will only be six. Um, so yeah, that's happening. Also, Andor. Andor. Not Andor. Andor. Really? Like, Andor, Andor? Like, come on, Star Wars. Like, make it a little bit different. The Andor series is coming out pretty soon as well. Uh, oh, that's not till... All right, so it's a little bit later on. August 31st, that's going to start. So She-Hulk starts... She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I mean, let me let me rephrase that because that's the official, official name. That's going to be nine episodes. That starts August 17th. So a lot of stuff coming up on Disney+. Plus. Um, 
for Star Wars and um, sorry, Star Wars and uh, Marvel. So yeah. And I don't know, I haven't heard anything about What If. I know that's supposed to come back at some point. But I don't think they've given any sort of release date yet. Trying to find more information, but... This is not what I'm looking for. Television series. Um, yeah, so coming up soon... Uh, yeah, what if it just says 2022, so supposedly sometime this year, there's going to be an untitled Halloween special. I don't know what that means specifically. I don't know what, like, who's involved with that in October. Like, what specific, um, like, characters? Because I know that in the Guardians of the Galaxy, um are going to be having a holiday special coming out in December. And then we're still waiting on more news from about Secret Evasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and an untitled Wakanda series. Um, and then there's also going to be Season 2 of Loki, Echo, uh, which is the from the 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 chick from the guy the girl from uh, Hawkeye, the the deaf, was he deaf or mute or, um, whatever she was, now I'm blanking, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's gonna happen, then Agatha, House of Harkness, there's going to be an animated Spider-Man series year one, animated Marvel Zombies, an untitled Desden, Desden Daniel Creighton series, whatever that is. Then Daredevil and Nova are going to have, um, well, Daredevil is going to get rebooted. Um, and then Nova is going to have a show as well. So lots of stuff. Now, as far as Star Wars is concerned, the Star Wars cinematic television universe, or whatever they, whatever it's called, yeah, it's weird. It's like Marvel Cinematic Universe television series. Like, well, it's not really cinematic if it's television, but what? semantics, semantics. I get it. So, Star Wars. Let's see, Disney shows. I don't even know what to look for. Disney. Plus shows. List of Star Wars television series. I guess that, that'll do it. Uh, although that's including all everything up until now. Um, but as far as the live action series is concerned, there's Mandalorian Season 3 supposed to come out in February. They announced that um, of our Star Wars celebration. They also announced there's going to be a season four. When that comes, who knows? Um, then Andor comes out in August, and there's going to be a second season of that. They already announced that. Ahsoka's going to have a series at some point. Um, John Watts is moving over from Marvel 
to Star Wars because he turned down or he backed out of um, um, backed out of Fantastic Four, but now he's doing a Skeleton Crew show next year. Uh, there's also going to be the Acolyte and Lando television series happening as well. So there we go. That's that gives you all the information you need to know for um, Star Wars and Marvel and and on on uh, Disney Plus. So there you go. Um, now that's all I really got. Better Call Saul is coming back in a few weeks. I believe I forget when that comes back now to finish out its series um, let's see is it July or July 11th is when that comes back so looking forward to that as well but yeah that's uh, I mean we're kind of in that weird it's kind of a lull I don't know does TV have lulls anymore? I feel like with all the streaming stuff, it's tough to have a lull these days because it's not like it used to be where it's like, you know, you had your seasons from September to May and then the summer was kind of like whatever. Uh, but now with all these um, streaming apps and stuff, uh, there's always something on. All right, so let's move from small screen sweeps to matinee mo. Wait, did I skip? Matinee moments. Um, wow, I skipped matinee moments. We usually don't start with small screen sweeps. I don't know what I was looking at. But I, I haven't seen any movies. I haven't watched any movies. So I guess that's why I did it that way. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as matinee moments, uh, I, I mean, Top Gun Maverick came out. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched any movies. So I really had nothing to really talk about. I guess that's why I skipped it. <laughs> so yeah, I moved on right to small screen sweeps. Um, yeah, um, uh, too busy watching TV and sports, which we'll get to in a minute as well, uh, to really, um, watch any movies, but, uh, I'll catch back up on the movies probably, you know, in a little bit, in a little bit, um, kind of at my alternate site, not as easy to go to the movies, so probably won't be going to the movies much, but there's plenty of movies that are on up on um, you know Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and stuff that I haven't watched yet um, and stuff. So I will definitely be checking out those uh, in the not too distant future. So we'll we'll get back to matinee moments um, probably next time out. Uh, but yeah, uh, all right. But moving on for game to games for Greg. Now I did play Maze Craze. Now this was Maze Craze is a tough one. Because I was going to play it with my nephew, and then we never got around to playing it. I did briefly play it, but it's really a two-player game. You can't really play it with just one player. It doesn't really work. So, But I've played it so much in the past. Uh, you know, back in the day, it's, it's um, you know, it's maze crazed. It's, you know, it's a game of cops and robbers, as it says. As it's like, it's like a little tagline. Um, there's so many different, like, what, you know, I think I kind of forgot though, was there's so many different, like, um, variations. So like, there's just a regular maze where it's just you racing the other person. You have to get to the end and does you race. Um, but then like, then you add the robbers and the robbers, either you have to capture the robbers or the robber robbers can hurt you. 
Um, and then like you have to capture, you can either capture the robbers and then escape or, or, you know, or like the robbers can hurt you. So you can't escape until the robbers like knocked out your opponent. That's another like one. Uh, there's one where you can like set up barricades and stuff. Um, there's so many different variations of the game. I just, I don't think I've ever played all of the variations. I'm pretty, pretty sure I've just mostly played the regular maze part of it. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a fun game nonetheless. Uh, but, I mean, it's a very simple Atari game. I mean, Atari games in general are very simple. So there's not much to it, but, you know, it's a maze craze. I don't know. That's all I got. Uh, but with that said, it's time to pick another game. So I'll bring up my list of games and see what we can find. Where did I put my list of games? All right, here we go. Um, and again, there's I can't play all of these, so if I come across one I can't play, I'm just going to have to pick a new one. But there are plenty of games I can play. Actually, there's a lot not on this list, too, just because of things I have that I didn't... I don't physically have the games, but I have them on a thing, if that makes any sense. Let's let's find out. All right, five hundred and eight is the number we are looking for. Don't know where that puts us. Maybe Nintendo. Uh, Switch. Eighty-eight heroes, ninety-eight heroes edition. Unfortunately, I do not have the game with me, um, so I'm gonna have to pick a new game. Um. I didn't bring all my Switch games with me. I have a lot of Switch games. I only brought a handful. Um, so, gonna have to pick another game. 969. Let's see what we can find there. Again, limited in one I can actually play here, but uh, 969 looks like a grown in the Sega territory, which should be pretty good, because I do have most, if not all, the Sega games somewhere or another. Uh, wait, what did I say? Nine, sixty-nine. It is Elf for the Master System. I do. So that's a game I have. I I only have the cartridge. I don't have the box or the instructions. But it is a very valuable game. And if I had the box and the instructions, it'd be even more super valuable. Now I'm not going to actually play the cart because I don't have the cart or the system here with me. But I have, um, you know, ways and means of playing it. So I will play that game. Um, I don't, I'm guessing it's one of those games that isn't very good based on, but it's like, you know, obviously it's based, yeah, I mean, here's the reviews. GameSpot gave it a 5.4 and IGN gives it a 3.9, so not good reviews and, you know, it, it, you know, that's not surprising and I feel like, um, you know, it's a game obviously that got, you know, got a license like, oh, we can license Elf. Let's quickly put together a game and get it out there because Elf's popular right now and probably got rushed and, you know, very like E.T. on probably a smaller scale, uh, but still alien-related, <laughs> interestingly enough. I mean, E.T., Elf, they're kind of, kind of very similar when you think about it. E.T., extraterrestrial, Elf, alien life form. Like, they're just, um, you know, they're not really names or initials or anagrams or whatever. 
Um, but yeah, obviously, Alf was a um, show that was on NBC in the mid '80s. Uh, how it got a Master System game and not a NES game is a bit weird, but you know, Sega had to do what it had to do and got some licenses, but not very many. Uh, and Alf happened to be one of them. I don't think there's an NES version of Alf. Uh, let me double check real quick. I've never actually played this game, but I got it in like a, you know, I was, uh, uh, I got a whole lot of games at one point back, probably 20 years ago or so at this point, and, um, it happened to be in it, and I was like, oh, what is this game, man, Alf, whatever, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, this game's actually fairly, uh, valuable, um, comic books, what, I just want video games. Why is it bringing AFL? What is what is it? It's weird. Um, yeah, the Master System game. Alf and Color Caves. That's not Alf. Not Alf Alf. Not my Alf. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the only game that he has. The only Alf game that exists was on the Sega Master System, and that is it. It's kind of weird. You figure you would have had a game on Nintendo or something, but no. Just the Sega Master System, exclusive to the Sega Master. It's probably why it's valuable because a lot of people probably didn't have it. And they're like, "Wait, Alf? I remember Alf. I'm sure it's a terrible game, but we'll I'll give it a shot, and I'll report it back next time out." So yeah, uh, as far as other video games news, there's nothing going on. I don't. I haven't really seen anything. Um. It's kind of weird because, like, you know, in previous years, um, right around this time, be gearing up for E E three, but they're not doing it anymore. Or I guess I, I don't know. I I haven't. Or I guess they're just not doing it this year. Uh. So, yeah, it says the event was canceled in 2020 because of COVID. The event was in 2021 and was held online. The 2022 event was canceled in full with no announced plans for a virtual event, though the ESA st stated that intend to return for 2023. So we'll see what happens next year. But, yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, this would be right around the time everyone's gearing up for E3. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's not happening. So I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I got really no news about video games going on right now. So let's move on. Concert Concerto and similar to video games. I got nothing going on for uh, Concert Concerto. Um, there was the big... Uh, well, actually, here's a little bit of news. I didn't go, so whatever. It doesn't really matter. But um, uh, Boston Calling did take place last weekend, Memorial Day weekend. But in a weird twist... Uh, <laughs> so a concert... That what originally was supposed to be, you know, the 2020 version was originally supposed to have Rage Against the Machine, Foo Fighters, and Red Hot Chili Peppers as the headliners. Uh, you know, obviously then it got delayed and then delayed again. Um, and eventually Chili Peppers bowed out because they're doing their own tour this year and they're going to be playing Fenway, which I'd be going to. Um, and then Red Hot, uh, Rage Against the Machine then had to bow out because they delayed the start of their tour so they weren't going to be touring yet uh, they're still supposed to tour 
in July, although they're not coming um, to the Boston area now, unfortunately. At least I don't think so. I haven't, I never, I didn't see anything uh, about them coming back around. See what I did there? See what I did? Um, coming back around again. Um, no, I didn't see anything about them, uh, yeah, having a, uh, doing a show around here. Uh, unfortunately, although Run the Jewels did play, still end up playing Boston Calling, which was weird because they're touring with them, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, they're playing the Madison Square Garden a bunch, but they're not, that's the closest they're getting to the uh, Boston area. Um, unless I missed something, which I don't think I did. Uh, but yeah, so, and anyways, so they, 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 they leave, they, you know, don't play so then the strokes come in and i don't know if the strokes were originally supposed to be a headliner for the show but they end up being the headliner for the second night of course then what happens taylor hawkins died food fighters have to bow out um and then they end up getting replaced with nine inch nails which fine so it's nine inch nails friday night strokes saturday night metallica and then metallica joined on at some point along the lines i guess that was before that all happened uh, Metallica joins in um, uh, to headline the fourth night or third night. Sorry, third night. Um, so <laughs> uh, Friday night goes goes on. Uh, Nine Inch Nails plays, and I don't know. If, I don't know when it got announced. Maybe it was announced Friday. I guess right. Yeah, it must have been Friday. They announced that the Strokes aren't going to be forming anymore because of COVID. And then there was a couple, at least another band um, that had to bow up because of COVID as well. Um, so then, so like, oh, what's going to happen? Well, Nine Inch Nails said, hey, we'll do two nights. So Nine Inch Nails ended up headlining two nights of a concert, of a festival they weren't even supposed to be at. <laughs> so, I mean, good good for Trent Reznor and, the, and, uh, and the, whoever's actually on the band right now. I can't. I know Atticus Ross is officially a member, so I know he's in it. I think Robin Fink is still in the band, even though he left and went Guns N' Roses, Guns N' Roses, and then came back. And I forget who else is in it right now. But, um, I mean, and one of my friends went to the second night. He was gonna, trying to go see The Strokes, but he said it was interesting. Um, you know, a lot of the show, a lot of the songs, they didn't play a lot of the same songs both nights, which is nice because they're doing two shows, you can figure... But it's kind of weird because, like, it's like, well, people that weren't necessarily going for them, you know, ended up seeing them and they didn't play some of the bigger songs because they'd played them the night before. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. And then Metallica played on um, the Saturday, Sunday night. Um, so, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, did, I heard, I didn't really hear much. So I guess, well, actually, the one thing I did hear, um, and I don't know what happened here. Kurt Hammett messed up the intro to no, Nothing Else Matters for some reason. I don't know what exactly happened. I I, I saw something about it, but I uh, didn't really dive into dive into it um, um, more closely to figure out what, what happened. But I heard he messed up the intro, which is weird. But, uh, yeah, so, eh, I don't know. <laughs> kind of weird but anyways uh yeah so that's what i got for um 
Concert Concerto, I guess the next thing I'm kind of looking forward to. I mean, obviously going to the Chili Peppers and still haven't totally made the decision about Pearl Jam yet. I don't think it's going to happen, but... Still, I still haven't totally decided yet. But um, Shinedown, who is actually playing a show right after that, which I don't think I'm going to be able to go to either, uh, in Boston... Uh, or Mansfield, whatever, wherever they're playing. I forget. Um, but their new album is supposed to drop July 1st? I think it's July 1st. Uh, after getting delayed a couple times. Or it got delayed at least once anyways. Maybe a couple times. Because reasons. Supply chain stuff. Not all the stuff. Not I think the vinyl wasn't going to be ready, or the CDs weren't going to be ready, or something in time. So like, well, we don't want to put out an album if it's not ready for all the, like they wouldn't, they didn't want to put out a digital version if the, the, you know, the physical versions aren't ready. So they're like, all right, well, let's delay it, and then we'll release it all at the same time. Um, so that's what waiting on for that. Check it out. Um, see what that's all about uh but yeah so all right that's gonna do it for concert concerto so let's move on to sports splash down um yeah so celtics i mean as i'm recording this we're only about six hours seven eh, however many hours away from the start of the nba finals where the boston celtics will be taking on the golden state warriors uh boston's first trip to the finals since 2010 where they lost the lakers in game seven uh frustrating loss there so now they're back in the finals uh after getting to the conference finals a number of times and not quite being able to do it finally got past that hump beating the heat in seven uh this past weekend although it came down right to the end even though it really shouldn't have uh they you know uh they had like a 13-point lead with thir- three and a half minutes left or whatever it was. And saw that evaporate down to two. And Jimmy Butler then miss a three. And the Celtics hit a couple free throws and pulled it out. But, uh, you know, if they had ended up losing that game by blowing a big lead down at the end, it would have been very, uh, very, I mean, would have gone along with what happened in the season uh, very often. Unfortunately, like I thought we had turned the corner on that and moved past all that, but you know, reared his ugly head and it did so again and happened with the Bucks in game five, game five against the Bucks uh, and almost happened again in game seven against Heat. But moving on, they'll take the Golden State Warriors who are back in the finals. Um, they're missing a few years with injuries and, and whatever, uh, but, uh, 2018 was last, or 2000, no, 2019, excuse me, was the last time they were in the finals. They lost to the uh, Raptors. Um, of course, Clay Thompson got hurt, um, and Kevin Durant got hurt. They were running running on fumes at the end of that, uh, that finals, if I remember correctly. Um, and then, obviously, Durant left. To go to Brooklyn, although he was hurt anyways. Then Clay Thompson came, tried to come back from being hurt, and got hurt again. 
uh, you know, obviously Steph Curry is still around as well. And he was hurt for a good portion of last year as well. But, um, or was it the year before? Whatever. But even this year, they've been kind of banged up. Uh, you know, obviously Clay didn't start off the season. Draymond missed a bunch of time. Curry missed a bunch of time towards the end because Mark Smart <laughs> apparently injured him. I don't know. He was just going for the ball. I don't know. It was not his fault. Going, just playing hard. Um, and then, um, yeah, so, I mean, Celtics have always played the Warriors tough over the years. So I'm guessing it's going to be a good series. Um, they split the season series this year. Celtics had a big lead in both games. Of course, the first time at home, they blew it, and the and the Warriors came back and won. But the second time around, they continued. They they were on their like ridiculous road like streak of beating teams by like 20 or whatever it was, whatever crazy number they were putting up. And they uh, obviously they won that game. Curry got hurt um, in a collision with Smart, uh, but obviously he came back in time for the playoffs and was ready to go, and they have made it this far, and now they will be taking on the Boston Celtics. So we'll see what happens. Game one tonight in Golden State. Uh, Golden State obviously have the home court advantage. Games one and two in Golden State, back three and four in Boston, five if necessary in Golden State, six if necessary in Boston, and seven if necessary, will be in Golden State. And when I say Golden State, I mean San Francisco because Golden State's not really a place. It's, it's you know, it's a, uh, it's a name of my Alexa's going off for some reason. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Stop talking. Um, why are you going off again? So, all right. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, uh, I lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was saying. Oh, yeah, San Francisco. Um, yeah, I don't know when they... When did they... So I think they changed... So they were originally the Philadelphia Warriors. They moved out to San Francisco, became the San Francisco Warriors. But then I guess when they moved to Oakland, they became the Golden State Warriors, which Golden State, again, is just the nickname for California. It's not an actual place. So, But they had moved from Golden State to San Francisco or... Or they'd moved from Oakland and I don't know. And they have the Golden Gate Bridge. So I don't know. But regardless, it's kind of weird when, you know, they yeah, because they're Golden State Warriors, but it's like they're San Fran- they play in San Francisco now. Uh, so the last time the Warriors and the Celtics played in the finals was 1964. I believe when they were the San Francisco Warriors. Obviously, the Celtics won. Uh, in five games. Four games to one. Um, yeah, so there we go. Uh, rematch in 1964. Now, I don't know how many times they actually played each other. I think they've, I feel like they've played a few times. Uh, let's see. List of NBA finals. All right. Uh, this isn't the list. There we go. No, that's just who's won. I want the list. Come on. NBA champions. Here we go. Maybe this will give it to us. Yeah, so the Philadelphia Warriors 
actually won the first finals, but it was the BAA back then. Um, they won again in 56. Then they lost to the Celtics. I guess oh, oh, 64. Oh, oh, yeah, 64. Yeah, they lost to them. That was, so that was the only time they actually played each other. Interesting. Thought they'd played one other time, but I guess not. Because the Celtics beat the Hawks in 57, the Lakers in 59, the Hawks in, in 60 and 61, Lakers in 62, 63, Warriors in 64, Lakers again in 65, 66. Warriors lost in 67, but that was the one year the Celtics didn't make the finals. They lost to the Philadelphia 76ers. And then the Lakers again, 68, 69. And then... Celtics beat the Bucks in 74. Warriors won in 75 against the Bullets. Celtics won against the Suns in 76. And then Celtics won in 81 against the Rockets. 84 against the Lakers. 86 against the Rockets. Um, yeah. The Warriors won. And they, they yeah. 80, Celtics won in 08, obviously, against the Lakers again. Warriors won in 15, 17, and 18 against the Cavs. All three times against Cavs. Including one time when they lost to them. And then lost to the Raptors. Yeah, so they were in the finals five years in a row. It's crazy. But uh, missed the last two years. And now we'll play again this year. So there we go. Uh, I mean, I guess I got to make a prediction, right? I mean, kind of have to. So my prediction is Celtics in six. So, I mean, I can't not pick the Celtics. And if I pick six, I'll be at the game. So that's really the only reason I'm doing that. But there we go. So Celtics in six is my prediction. Um... All right, as far as other sports news goes, uh, we're down to the final four in hockey. It is the Colorado Avalanche and Edmonton Oilers in the West. Avalanche are up 1-0 after winning 8-6 the other night, which is crazy. And then the Rangers won the first game against Tampa. I believe the final score was 6-2. I think the final score was 6-2. Could be wrong about that, but I do know that they won. So, let me double check here. So, games two, Avalanche, Oilers, Oilers and Avalanche tonight, Tampa and the Rangers tomorrow. Was it 6-2? Yes, it was 6-2. All right, and then in baseball, uh, Red Sox were starting to look pretty good, and then they uh, fell apart. And um, I'm going to take a, well, I got to change the battery of my uh, recorder, so I don't want to get cut off, so be right back. All right, hopefully that was seamless for you, but uh, if not, uh, that was, that was, I had to change batteries. All right, uh, yeah, so like I was saying, the Red Sox were starting to look pretty good, and then they lost three out of five to Baltimore, split with the Reds. And now kind of look, eh, again. So, I don't know. Uh, don't have the highest hopes for this season. 
But uh, it's still fairly early. But uh, they got to turn around if they want to make any sort of chance at winning the division. Uh, I mean, obviously, with the extra wild card team this year, you know, they'll still be in that race for a while. I mean, as long as they don't completely start playing terrible um, and losing a ton of games, uh, as long as they stay somewhat competitive, they could still be somewhat in, you know, the chance for a wild card. But as of right now, uh, looking at the standings real quick, they're 11 games out of first place behind the Yankees. But as far as the wild card goal goes, um, they're three and a half back of the Angels for the third wild card spot. The problem is there's three other teams ahead of them um, also. So, like, there's a lot of teams in the mix. Because, again, it's still fairly early uh, given that there's all those wild card spots. Um to um, have you know available this year with them changing up the rules and the playoffs and stuff. Okay, so um, let's see what else. Um, got going on. That's that's pretty much it. Ryan Fitzpatrick announced his retirement. I was looking at whatever his news. Is is going on. LeBron is apparently a billionaire. Okay. Um, Marion Barber died, which is kind of scary. The Avs goalie is out for game two. And my computer is frozen. So that's fun. Uh, yeah, so, there we go, I don't know, all the stuff, uh, let's see what else we got, so I guess that's gonna do it for, uh, Sports Splashdown, that's all I really got, uh, but let's move on to Fights for Money, uh, as far as the fight goes, the fight I made a prediction for last week, uh, which was, uh, Givanta Davis taking on, uh, Romero uh, Trevanta Davis beat Romero in a knockout TKO whatever you want to call it in I can't what round it was I saw the knockout it was pretty pretty interesting knockout um Rolando Romero, that was his first name, in the sixth round. So, got that correct. So, that was a good one. Uh, there was no UFC last weekend, so I didn't make any predictions for UFC. Uh, as far as this weekend, there is a fight night coming up, a UFC fight night. Uh, it is just, it's on ESPN Plus. The whole thing's just on ESPN Plus. I don't know how time it starts, but I think it's. It's in Vegas, so it's probably late. Uh, but uh, the big match of the evening is a heavyweight battle between Alexander Volkov taking on Jarzinho Rosenstruck. Maybe that's how you say it. I don't know. Of course, Alexander Volkov is... is um, 
Doesn't he have a nickname? No. Guess not. Drago? People call him Drago? I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, and Ziho That guy. Biggie Boy? Suriname? He's from Suriname? Okay. Either way, I'm going to take Volkov to win the fight. Yeah, so there's no big boxing matches or anything this weekend, so that's probably going to do it for uh, fights for money. Um, although, hold on, let me double check something real quick. When is UFC 2... UFC 275 is next weekend. Uh, there are a couple title fights happening. Uh, Glover Teixeira is defending the light heavyweight championship against Yuri Prokachizaka. Sure. Is that right? And Valentina Shervenko is defending the women's flyweight battle uh, title against... Uh, Talia Santos. So I guess I'll make predictions for those. Why not? Might as well. Uh, that is taking place next Saturday. The... What is that? The 10th? No, 11th of June. In... Where is it? It is in Singapore. Interesting. Singapore. So, as far as what time it's on and all that, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do the weird thing where they do it in some weird crazy hour so it lines up with what time, you know, the normal time here in the United States, or if they're going to do it well before that so it's actually on really early. I don't know. But in any event, um, I'm going to... Go with the champs. Both champs winning. That's my prediction. I know that's kind of boring. Uh, not, not you know, no upset. I don't know. If, I mean, I'm assuming the champs are both favorite. To just go with the champs. No, no, no new champions. But uh, that's that's kind of uh, I don't know. It's sounds the way I feel. All right, so that's gonna do it for fights for money. Let's move on to turnbuckle time and let's talk about some AEW W AEW W. What AEW double or nothing? I, I can't talk. Um, yeah. So the one thing. If nothing else, that I think everyone can agree on about AEW Double or Nothing is that it was long. It was very, very long. Now, the thing that, you know, was kind of, you know, talked about going into it and a lot of people were like speculating about were that Tony Khan had this, you know, idea, you know, had this plan in place for if there was game seven between the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat, which there was, to not... To save, you know, to, to, to take it slow and save everything, 
the main event till after the game's over. Um, and I feel like that took the game... I mean, that took everything really late. So it ended up being like four and a half hours long, I think. That's not even including in the buy-in, uh, which was another hour, although not really. Um, they do the weird thing with the buy-in where like the first half of the buy-in is not really part of the show. It's just like, here's the highlight packages all together to be in the show. And then we then they jump in and have a match or whatever. Um, so yeah, it was a very long show. Now, the other thing about the show, I will say, and maybe people don't agree about this part of it, but for me, very predictable. I got every single match right outside of one. And the one I got wrong was Darby Allen and Kyle O'Reilly, which I didn't even know was a match until like right before the pay-per-view. So I was like, oh, I don't know, it's Darby Allen. Like, they're just trying to get him on the show, so have him win. But I was like, oh, well, Kyle O'Reilly, I don't know. Regardless, so Kyle O'Reilly did win that. Uh, but as far as the other matches go, Hookhausen beat Mark Sterling and Tony Nese. No big surprise there. Wardlow crushed MJF, and there that brings up whole thing with MJF. So... Rumors started swirling about MJF. You know, things have been swirling for a while now about MJF. Uh, not exactly getting along with Tony Khan. Saying things in the media that Tony Khan hasn't been happy about him saying. Or not having him say he, he shouldn't have even had had said anything because he wasn't approved to have the interview or whatever. There's a couple references he's made on TV that he hasn't been so happy about. Supposedly. This is all supposedly. You know, whatever. Um... And then, um, so he's supposed to have a meet and greet, I think, on Saturday. And just no-showed. People, reports were that he was shown in the, you know, in in a casino, just at a slot machine when he was supposed to be doing this meet and greet. Then there was rumors of him buying a ticket to leave from Vegas um, uh, the night before, which then he didn't get on the flight. So whether he actually did any of that. Was true or not, who knows. Uh, but then he shows up at the pay-per-view, does his match, gets beaten fairly quickly and easily by Wardlow. Then the rumors were he immediately left and went home. Flew home. Which was not the case either, because then he was at Dynamite. Or, if it was, if it was, he came quickly, uh, turned around and came back to Los Angeles for Wednesday. Which I guess technically he could have done, I suppose. I don't know. Because uh, that was sat- Sunday and then Wednesday. Whatever. Uh, so just to finish off the story, uh, then he shows up on Dynamite on Wednesday, cuts a promo about how the fans suck, Tony Tony Khan sucks, and he wants him to fire him because he doesn't want to wait for his contract to run out in 2024. So whether or not any of that stuff prior actually happened or was true, um, seemingly Tony Khan and MJF got together, had a little conversation and work something out. What what exactly that is, who knows? Whether any of this is actually true, who knows? I think, are they just working the marks? Maybe. Um, it seems like they're trying to do a kind of Brian Pillman-esque um, thing from 1996 WCW. Where he's kind of, you know, doing stuff he shouldn't do. Work shooty type stuff. Uh, he's war on TV. Ooh. Said a, said a lot of bad words. Aimed at Tony Khan. Then they cut to commercial real quick. And supposedly CM Punk came out to confront him. And he ran through the crowd. 
or well, he did. That's actually happened. There's video footage of that happening. Uh, so how much of this was real? How much of it's not? I mean, at this point, it's obviously a work shoot type of situation, given that he was on TV. You know, they wouldn't put him on, have put him on TV, or let him go on as long as he did, if it was not, it was not legitimately supposed to do that. So. Playing the work shoot angle, we've seen it a million times. WCW was notorious for it um, back in the 90s. Um, some of it, sometimes it was kind of cool what was going on, especially the Pillman stuff, although that that that, that stuff was weird because it was like they work sh- shot, it was work shoot that turned into then a shoot when Pillman just ended up leaving. That whole situation, I don't, it was kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, but then they did it other times with like Goldberg and Kevin Nash and stuff. So it became a very, you know, a trope that they used to use. I, let's call it that. Bit of a trope they would use, uh, especially in that time period where, uh, especially when, you know, um, you know, because WWE did it occasionally. But, um, you know, unless the Bret Hart. Montreal Screwjob was actually a sh- work that you know that which will be that would be the greatest work of all time if it was I highly doubt I don't think it was but you know there are some conspiracists out there that claim it was unless that you know was I, I mean they didn't do it as much I don't think as WCW did but in any event um Um, in any event, um, we'll see how it all plays out, uh, whether or not he's signed a new deal or got a new deal or whether he really just wants to leave and who knows, who knows what's going to happen with any of this, but regardless, let's move on. The Hardys beat the Young Bucks. Jeff seemed to be in some discomfort or having some issues throughout the match and, uh, then didn't wrestle on, um, Dynamite, so he might be dealing with some injury issues. But regardless, the Hardys did beat the Young Bucks. Jade Cargill defended successfully defended the TBS Championship against Anna Jay, which then uh, brought out Stoke, Stokely Hathaway, the former uh, Malcolm Bivens from NXT, to be her new mouthpiece, I guess. No more smart, smart Mark Sterling. I mean, he's got other stuff going on with... Uh, Tony Nice and sort of MJF, I guess, kind of. I don't know. So, I don't know. But anyways. Uh, then that brought up Athena, a.k.a. the former FKA, I guess, Ember Moon. Um, so, she confronted her. So, that seems to be going next feud for her. Uh, House of Black then beat... Uh, what are they called? I don't know. Death Triangle? Death Triangle. Pac, Penta, and Ray Phoenix... Uh, with help from Julia Hart, who emerged as the newest member of House of Black. Of course, she got sprayed in the face for a few weeks ago, or a couple months ago, I guess, at this point, and uh, been acting erratically, and now she is joined with the House of Black. Adam Cole won the men's Owen Hart uh, tournament. Britt Baker won the women's, so the power couple... The Owen Hart power couple won, won the titles, or won whatever, the championships, the tournaments, whatever. Martha Hart came out and had, said some stuff and gave them 
championship belts, which aren't defended, which just trophies, but they're belts, whatever, and a trophy. It was kind of very reminiscent of Braun Strowman winning the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, then Paige Van Zandt, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky beat uh, Frankie Kazarian, Sam Guevara, and Ty Conti. So now they can never, or Frankie and Sammy can never challenge for the TNT title as long as Scorpio Sky has it. Kyle O'Reilly beat Darby Allen. The only match I got wrong because I hastily just made a pick. Because, I, again, those two matches were added on Rampage. So I didn't know about them when I was making predictions last week. Uh, Thunder Rosa successfully defended against um, Serena Deeb. The Jericho Appreciation Society beat the Blackpool whatever combat club and Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz in a very crazy match which had an homage to New Jack sort of you know they just kept playing the wild thing which is is it the Joan Jett version I keep on forget it's not the Trogs I know that I think John Moxley originally came out to the Trogs but then I was like well is he Ricky Vaughn like this is stupid so then they switched it to, I believe, I don't know if it's Joan Jett or, but was, see now I'm confused, so I, what version, oh so, okay, so the Joan Jett version is the version they use in Major League? Okay, I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. So, maybe that was the point then. I don't know. Regardless, this is the Joan Jett version. Kept playing over and over again. And uh, then Jericho smashed the soundboard to have it shut off. Obviously, New Jack. Uh, the in, Well, I guess the natural born thrillers. No, not, that's not what they're called. <laughs> they were the gangsters. No, natural born, natural born Killers was the name of the song by... Dre and, and Ice Cube was the song that I always used to play over and over again when they had their wild brawls. Uh, and then New Jack kind of just sort of kept doing it when he was solo. No, Natural Born Thrillers was a whole other uh, Thunder Action Losers, which I used to call them on WCW. They didn't they didn't play any Dr. Dre. But it was an homage to that and then some crazy wildness and including um um Eddie Kingston trying to light Jericho on fire, but Eddie, but Dana Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson was in there and then got in the fight and blah, blah, blah. Eventually led to Jericho Appreciation Society winning. Uh, then Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus won the triple threat tag match with them and Keith Lee and Swerve and uh, Hobbs and Ricky Starks. And then CM Punk won the... AEW championship from uh, Adam Page. So there you go. Uh, so I got them all right except for the one. And then they started setting up uh, Forbidden Door on Dynamite last night with Tanahashi coming out to challenge CM Punk. Uh, and then FTR challenging Fit Finley, not Fit Finley, David Finley, and the Great Ocon. For the Ring of Honor Championships, maybe I don't. I don't know if any of the titles are actually gonna be in the line, but and I don't know if that was actually made official. But regardless, 
they're going for they're setting up forbidden door now which happens on june 26th yes june 26th in chicago at the united center but speaking of chicago which that's a sunday speaking of chicago this weekend in chicago at the Allstate Arena, which is actually in Rosemont, I guess, technically. Uh, used to be called the Mo- Rosemont Horizon. Uh, there will be Hell in a Cell taking place. WWE's Hell in a Cell will be taking place. But, before we get to that, on Saturday night, NXT will be once again in your house. Uh, as they will be having an in-your-house pay-per-view coming to you from Orlando in the Performance Center um with uh six matches scheduled at the moment uh i don't know the the pre-show starts maybe at 7 7 30 i don't know one of those two times i don't know if they'll have any matches in the pre-show wwe has kind of not been doing matches in the pre-show as of late kind of going away from that model of having stuff on the pre-show which i don't know how i feel about that i mean i get it trying to set up the pay-per-view and everything but uh it's nice to have a match or something, right? But anyways, there's six matches scheduled for In Your House as of uh, as of this recording. Uh, starting things off, we have Cameron Grimes defending the NXT North American Championship against Carmelo Hayes uh, with Solo Sakai. Um, we'll be getting... Wait, was that... Solo Sokoa. What did I call him? Solo Sokoa. Um, well, I guess we'll be getting a... Ti- yeah, he'll be getting the next title shot, I, I guess. That's how it works. He'll be getting. He'll be facing the winner at some point. I don't know. They didn't really sp- specify when. Um, but he'll be fighting whoever wins this at some point for the next... Um, for the... Uh, yeah. Um, so, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna say, hmm, tough one, I'm I'm gonna say Cameron Grimes retains, that's my guess, but I do think he will then lose it to Solo Sokoa. But again, that's not part of the prediction. I don't know when that match is going to be. At some point down the line, uh, we'll find out. Um, I guess probably on NXT next week. Um, but next up, we have the Women's Tag Team Championships, which, um, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. But Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC June, uh, defending the. NXT Women's Tag Team Championships against Katana Chance, uh, the uh, <laughs> Casey Cannonzero, the former Casey Cannonzero, and Caden Carter. Um, I think Toxic Attraction is just going to retain here. I don't see them losing the titles again. Um. And then on the men's side of things, we have Pretty Deadly defending 
the tag team championships, the men's tag team championships, against the Creed Brothers. Now, the Creed Brothers are technically still in diamond mind right now, but uh, Roddy Strong, who is obviously now the head of and leader of uh, of Diamond Mind since uh, you know Malcolm Bivens, you know, is now in AEW. Uh, he said, if the Creed Brothers lose. They are out of Diamond Mines. Now, they've been a lot of cons- uh, dissension in the ranks of my- Diamond Mind. Uh, Roddy Strong, um, you know, has been kind of, you know, leaning towards heelish, whereas Creed kind of on the face side. I think Pretty Deadly is going to win, and this is going to lead to... Uh, The Creed Brothers leaving Diamond Mine, turning face, probably having a feud with Bobby and his new um, his new protege, whose name I'm blank- blanking on. He's Gabe Stevenson's Steve Gabe Stevenson's brother, but I'm blanking on his name right now because it's not Gabe Stevenson. Uh, let's see, Gabe Steven. Stevenson's, not Stevenson's. Yeah, I keep wanting to say Stevenson. Stevenson, brother. Um, whose name is Bobby Stevenson. But that's not his name in the NXT. It is... Oh, come on. What's his name? Um... Damon Kemp. There it is. Damon Kemp. So I feel like because Damon Kemp and Roddy Strong had a match against Pretty Deadly, which then the Creeds kind of got involved and ended up, they ended up losing. So Roddy kind of blamed them, even though he was trying to save them from Pretty Deadly using the belts on them. Uh, but oh, oh, I think, yeah, eventually I think, you know, it's all going to come uh, to a head. And I think Pretty Deadly will retain the tag titles there. Uh, moving on, we have Tony D'Angelo, Channing Stax Lorenzo, and Troy Two Dimes De- Donovan taking on Legato del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, Cruz del Toro, formerly Raul Mendoza, and Joaquin Wild. Now, <laughs> you're wondering yourself, why are Casey Cannon Zero now Katana Chance and Raul Mendoza now Cruz del Toro? Well, it's pretty simple. Uh... Because Raul Mendoza and Casey Cananzaro were their real names. And WWE is going through the phase where they don't want people using their real names. They want them to have their specific WWE names so that they'll own the rights to them. It's it's the weird thing with WWE. They always go back and forth and back and forth on how they want to handle that. Um, you know, it's not just real names necessarily either. It's also just, you know, their names they, they already had. You know, I think about, you know, it's like, oh, guys coming in, you know, in the in the late 90s they were always changing their name to something right uh but then in the early 2000s well other outside of a you know ken shamrock or something like that but outside of the you know but then in the early 2000s it was like well then kurt kurt angle came along and then it was like oh well you know here's randy orton here's john cena here's brock lesnar they're just keeping their names even batista to some degree although he slight tweak of Batista but still Batista is, is you know basically his name um 
you know, but then things swing back around and all of a sudden, you know, you know, but then yeah, CM Punk comes in as CM Punk, but then Brian Danielson is now Daniel Bryan. And, you know, all those NXT guys that first came in were all, they had all different names. But then fast forward, you know, and then like, you know, Finn Balor, you know, Prince Devitt, Finn Balor and Kevin Owens can come or Kevin Steen comes Kevin Owens, um, you know, sort of situation. But then in comes Adam Cole and AJ Styles and and uh, and, you know, and uh, Samoa Joe and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish and and uh, Ken Anderson Oh, not Ken Anderson. What's Kenny Anderson? No, not Kenny Anderson. What's the, what's his name? And the Anderson. Carl Anderson. And well, Luke Gallows was Luke Gallows, but that's yeah, whatever. But you know, all those guys come in and they keep their names. And, you know, now it's gone back around where everyone coming in has to change their names, even if they're real names, even if partially they're real names, like Raquel Rodriguez is now Raquel, or Raquel Gonzalez is now Raquel Rodriguez, even though her name, I think her name is something Rod, or something Gonzalez, so I had to change it from Gonzalez to Rodriguez. I don't know, it's kind of weird the way it happens, but anyways, regardless, this is a six-man tag match. Um, Electro Lopez will be with the Gato del Fantasma. The losing team must join the winning team stable. So that, that brings up an interesting scenario, because... Do I really see Tony D'Angelo and those guys joining El Legado del Fantasma? But on the other hand, is Legado del Fantasma just get absorbed into... And they need a name. They don't have a name. They need, like, they're just a, the crew. But they, they need, like, an actual name. I mean, it's like the D'Angelo family or something like that. Something, something. something. They gotta be something. Um, but ultimately... I'm going to go with Legato del Fantasma. I, I just think it makes more sense for them to win. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't know. All right, next up we have the women's the NXT Women's Championship with Mandy Rose defending against Wendy Chu. Of course, Wendy Chu's been making Mandy Rose's life um, miserable by playing pranks and tricks and spitting spitballs at her and just being annoying. (laughs) Pretty much just being annoying. But with that said, I do not think she will be winning the championship. I think Mandy Rose will retain. And in the main event of the evening, Braun Breaker will be defending the NXT Championship against Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy has his minions, his disciples, whatever they want to call them, hooded guys uh, with him. Uh, of course, uh, Parker Burdrow, a.k.a. Uh, whatever his name was, <laughs> is no longer with the company. Uh, and why am I blanking on his name now? Uh... uh Dex, uh, what was it? Uh, Harland, yeah, Harland. Um, but regardless, he'll have his guys with him. Um, now he's kidnapped Rick Steiner. He stole the ring. He's done all that stuff. They had a match previously, which uh, was uh, 
Did Joe Gacy win by disqualification, right? Is that what happened? I can't remember now. Um, I think that's what happened. Uh, so they're having a rematch, but if Braun Breaker gets disqualified, he will lose the championship. I think that's a little interesting. That's a re- interesting scenario there because that's a way to get the title off of Braun Breaker without him having actually lose. Um, they did that before with Dolph Ziggler although within Tommaso Ciampa right so Tommaso Ciampa and Dolph Ziggler Braun Breaker in triple threat and uh, Dolph Ziggler pinned Tommaso Ciampa right I think that's what happened pretty sure he didn't bring Braun did he I don't think so I don't know well, either way Braun Breaker went it back but um, the point of all of this is that if WWE's ready for Braun to, to go. You know, I could I could very well see Braun Breaker winning money in the bank. And you know, if they need a way to get the title off of him without him looking, you know, weak, to have him losing this 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 manner by getting disqualified and losing the title, kind of makes sense. I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards this direction. I don't know. I may, may be way off here, but I'm going to go out on a limb and go with Joe Gacy. I don't know. I'm just, I just have this weird feeling because of the stipulation. It opens, opens that door for Braun to lose the title without losing, without really losing. And then shifting him to the main roster and have him winning money in the bank. Um, I don't know. It just seems a way to go. Uh, but there we go. That's uh, NXT In Your House happening Saturday night on Peacock. So check it out if you want to. Uh, and then Sunday night, we got NXT. No, oh, sorry. We got WWE, Hell in a Cell, taking place from Chicago in the Rosemont Horizon. Or the Allstate Arena, I should say. Formerly the Rosemont Horizon. Uh, where they've had a million pay-per-views, it seems like, over the years. Um, but, um, yeah. So currently... As I'm recording this, there are only six matches uh, on this card, and they're all raw, which is weird. It's like almost like they're doing like a branded pay-per-view. This is the raw pay-per-view, and next month will be the SmackDown pay-per-view, which will not be the case, I don't think. Um, I, I don't think Money in the Bank will be all SmackDown matches. That'd be weird if it was. But it is really odd that these are all raw matches i don't know that that means they're definitely going to add some matches smackdown matches on on smackdown tomorrow night but it'd be weird if they didn't but it's like how many are they going to add like there's already six matches i mean even if you just add two then it's like six to two smackdown i don't know or you know for raw but anyways um you know i mean obviously the usos Tag champions, you got Roman, the Universal Heavyweight, Unified, whatever. Neither of those, neither of them are on the card. You know, against Ronda's not on the card defending her championship. Uh, SmackDown, t- uh, sorry, the Women's Tag Team Champions aren't on the card because they got suspended. And they kind of just didn't even say anything this week. Um, at least not, yeah, they kind of just didn't mention it at all. 
So they had mentioned something about a tournament, and now it kind of seems like maybe they're just not going to do anything with those titles anymore. Which, you know, honestly, given the way they were kind of portrayed, specifically recently, and with all the hubbub and complaints about everything, eh, if they just went away for a while, probably wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what and if they do add anything for SmackDown. But uh, I can only predict what's available. So let's get to it. Um, first up, we got Ezekiel taking on Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens obviously arguing that Ezekiel is not Ezekiel. He's Elias. And he's lying to everyone. And he's a liar and he hates liars. And he's going to fight him in a match. So, yeah, that's happening. Um, I kind of got to go with Ezekiel. Like I, just, I mean, Kevin Owens just beats Ezekiel. I just I feel like... I don't know. I just I feel like he's gonna win here. Um, so we go Ezekiel to win. And again, this these matches, there's nothing scheduled out of these matches for the pre-show. That doesn't mean there won't be a pre-show match. But given that there hasn't been a pre-show match in quite a while, it would not surprise me if there's one. All right, moving on. Um, <clears throat> Bobby Lashley will be taking on. Omos and MVP in a handicap match. So this all came to light after, well, obviously Bobby Lashley challenged Omos at WrestleMania, beat him at WrestleMania. MVP was like, hey, why wasn't I there? Like, you don't need me anymore. What's the deal? Omos, then he joined up with Omos after Omos attacked Bobby Lashley. Then they had a rematch at uh, WrestleMania Backlash, which Omos won due to some nefarious means with MVP getting involved. Uh, This then led match... Led to a hand, uh, no, to arm wrestling match with Bobby Lashley. One beat Omos, and they kind of beat up Bobby, uh, which then led to a match with Omos. Sorry, with Bobby Lashley and MVP, with the winner of that match picking the stipulation for the match at Hell in a Cell, which MVP won because of Omos, and he picked a handicap match. So that's how we're here. Um. I just, I kind of feel like Omos and MVP should win, but I kind of feel like Bobby Lashley's going to win. Mm, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Omos and MVP. All right, next up, <coughs> excuse me, we got um. Uh, sorry, I was, gonna, I was about to call him Austin Theory. He's no longer Austin Theory. He's just Theory. Defending the United States Championship against Mustafa Ali. Now, obviously, uh, The Miz was involved heavily with this as well. Tomasa Ciampa has been involved with this, but they're nowhere to be found in these matches. Mustafa Ali actually beat um, Tommaso Ciampa by disqualification on Raw to earn this match because Austin, or sorry, Theory got involved and attacked. Uh, Mustafa Ali and caused disqualification, weakening him up for the match um, at Hell in a Cell. Now, will Tomas Trump get involved? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, but I do think Theory is going to win, which means maybe he does get involved. But either way, I do think Theory is going to win. Uh, next up. 
We got Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan taking on the Judgment Day of Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley in a six-person mixed tag team match. I I mean, I just, I don't think, I think the Judgment Day has to win here. I mean, I just don't think you can have them lose and keep their momentum uh, going. And uh, I, the, this kind of mishmash put-together team of Liv Morgan, Finn Balor, and AJ Styles, this doesn't totally work. Um, could potentially one of them turn on the team and join Judgment Day? It's possible. Um, if any of the three would, I kind of think it makes... It doesn't really make a ton of sense for Liv Morgan too. Also, doesn't make a lot of sense for AJ too. Fit So Finn Balor makes the most sense too. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure that either any of... E- I'm not sure that any of them will, but I do think that Judgment Day will prevail. Um, next up, before we get to the the big matches of the night, um, Akira Tozawa, who assisted uh, Tamina in winning the 24-7 championship from Dana Brooke, then turned around and beat Tamina Ford and ran off with the 24-7 championship, so... Akira Tozawa is currently the 24-7 championship, unless I miss something on Raw Talk or something, which is very possible. But um, let me see. Uh, no. I don't I don't believe I missed anything, but I want to double-check just before I make any predictions involving this title. Uh, so, yeah, what happened here? Yeah, Dana... Dana Brooke lost to Tamina, lost to Kira Tazawa. Why do all those have weird things on them? Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Alright, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, will they have anything on the pay-per-view revolving around this? Probably not, but just in case, I'll make a prediction. And my prediction would be that Akira Tozawa retains, just because I don't think they're actually going to do anything with it. But hey, whatever. Um, still making predictions. Still, it's still always on the line, twenty four seven. Even though when it, except for when it's not on the line. And then, um, all right. So that brings us to our final, our two big matches. First up, we have um, for the women's, for the Raw Women's Championship. We have Bianca Belair defending against Asuka and Becky Lynch in a triple threat match. Now, the way this all came about was Becky Lynch won the title match, but then Asuka came out and called her a baby and cryy face or whatever. Uh, that led to a match between the two, which Asuka won by spinning stuff in Becky Lynch's face. Becky Lynch complained, saying, hey, of course, that was the match that was supposed to involve uh, Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop and and uh, um, Sasha Banks and Naomi, which Sasha Banks no Naomi was supposed to win, and then Naomi, Sasha Banks was supposed to uh, win a match on SmackDown, which was going to set up a match between her and Ronda for the SmackDown Championship, which ended up none of that ended up happening. There's no match right now scheduled for. Sorry, my dogs were barking. There's no match currently scheduled for Ronda for the SmackDown Championship. Whether there will be or not, I don't know. 
Stop barking. Sorry. Um, um, but then, you know, Becky complained that she got spit in the face, and then they had a rematch, which Becky then won uh, after Asuka accidentally kicked Bianca in the face. So, with all of that said, I don't think Bianca Belair is going to lose the title, so I think she's going to retain. And finally, in what will presumably be the main event of the evening, although I don't know that for 100% sure, but it is the only Hell in a Cell match on the card. Uh, typically, with Hell in a Cell pay-per-views, they usually do two or three, but this time out, they're only doing one. And it's Cody Rhodes taking on Seth freaking Rollins in the third of their trilogy matches. Although, interestingly, the first two were both won by Cody. Which makes it interesting. Typically, if you have trilogy of matches you know it's one person wins one match then the other person wins the other match and then you have your third match but uh not the case in this one as cody won the first two matches um and i don't see him losing the third so i'm gonna go with cody uh finish off this feud by beating seth rollins in the tr- in the k hell in a cell uh where that goes from there, I don't know. Um, don't, I mean, Cody Rhodes, I mean, I know I said Braun Breaker, Money in the Bank. But Cody Rhodes is probably the other strong candidate to win Money in the Bank. But I don't know if he necessarily really needs to. I feel like he could probably just get a title shot when he wanted wants one. Uh, whether or not that's at hell, that, I don't think that's going to be at Money in the Bank because, and before we go any further, uh, when the makeup moved from Allegiant Stadium is now going to be the MGM Grand, and also a bunch of people that were advertised for Money in the Bank are no longer being advertised for Money in the Bank, including Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, uh, Charlotte Flair, and there might have been one other person too. But regardless, um, so I don't know that they're going to do that, but maybe they'll do it for SummerSlam. Uh, I mean, the rumors were Riddle was going to fight Roman at Money in the Bank and then Randy fight him at SummerSlam and then Drew McIntyre at Clash in the Castle but now he may not even be at Money in the Bank I don't know if they'll then just do Riddle at SummerSlam and save Randy for later on I don't know how Cody fits into any of this I don't know I'm not really sure what's next for Cody is my point but regardless I don't see him losing so I will go for Cody Rhodes to win um all right, yeah, and that's going to do it for the predictions. Oh, wait, no, there's one more prediction. I forgot to mention this. Uh, the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament takes place, the finals take place on uh, NXT coming up on Tuesday. Um, so... Yeah, so uh, Nikita Lyons, who is one of the favorites, actually got tore MCL or something like that. So had to be taken out of the tournament and was replaced by Tiffany Stratton. Uh, and Roxy is the other one in the finals. So it's Roxy versus... Um, Tiffany Stratton, who is now kind of buddies with Grayson Waller. Uh, Roxy is buddies with Jay, uh, Jeb, what's her name, uh, uh, 
Cora Jade. Yeah, I was like, wait, something Jade. Cora Jade. Cora Jade. Um, I think, well, Roxanne Perez is what their what her name is. They're going with uh, Roxy was her previous name. Although that's a weird one because, um. I think oh okay her actual name is Carla Gonzalez huh that's weird but so Roxanne Perez but you kind of get rock I don't know whatever regardless anyways I, I think I'm gonna go Roxanne Perez to win that over Tiffany, Tiffany Stratus but Given when everyone, someone gets replaced by someone, the person replacing them seems to always win a lot of times at WWE, so I don't know. But regardless, that's the other prediction. So I almost forgot about that one, but there we go. That's my prediction for that tournament. Uh, and that's going to do it. Uh, that's that's all I got. So, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I don't know when I'll do another one of these, probably in a few weeks, uh, at least before Forbidden Door, probably, if not before that. Uh, so go Celtics. NBA Finals, go Celtics. Uh, check out Fight Night on Saturday. Uh, NXT in your house on Saturday. WWE Hell in a Cell on Sunday. Next week we got UFC 175. And the Women's NXT Breakout Tournament as well coming up. So all the stuff's happening. So thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, spotify or amazon uh, and leave a nice review like share follow all that stuff uh follow me on instagram at one man renegade as well as stitcher or sorry instagram one man renegade and then check out the one man renegade productions page on facebook as well as the youtube channel one man renegade productions subscribe and uh share and like and watch all the videos over there uh follow me on ebay at razor vader or save me as a a seller or whatever however it works uh, and check out the links uh, check out the the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com so that's going to do it for today thank you everyone for listening stay safe have fun talk next time bye well, even the rat race heading for the country in my Chevy pickup with a pinchy for my honey drive on down to Nashville listen to my radio Singing for his